Okay. Would you rather sleep one night stand with Izzy Folau? Or (laughs) or Donald Trump. (laughs) What the fuck? I'd rather no, you gotta choose one. No, there is no I. I, I, There's no I back out. Back out. (laughs) Is he full out or Donald Trump? One night stand. (laughs) You better. Is he? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty oh sure that motherfucker. Lord. I'm pretty sure well, that motherfucker got down with with, think, with some, you know, with some dudes before. So he, he over there bullshitting. You know, there's a lot of hey, there's a lot of them motherfuckers I in know. church. All them holy rollers that, uh, you know, took a, even after all this, all your feelings about what he's done and just well, fuck. If you're giving me, I have to choose one. <laughs> I ain't gonna fucking one of them. choose that Cheeto orange motherfucker. <laughs> It could be Izzy, and then Izzy will be will be uh, reborn. <laughs> Bless him. What that's about- his. That's his reborn, huh? The the born again. Show Izzy what it do. Show Kaipu. Izzy the dizzy. <laughs> Show Izzy what it do in the kaipo. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, whatever. Izzy already know what's up, though. He already know. He know he um, like him some. Some fwams. Oh, Izzy. <laughs> hey. Tom, you don't want to know what the fwam means. Speaking of Izzy, though, you know, there's a lot of... We, it's... We put up that fwam of the year post of, about Izzy, and, you know, people were here for it, and people were, well, he was, you know, he should he's standing up for his beliefs, and, you know, he's like the Kaepernick of the NRL, and I was like, hey, oh. oh. Bless their heart. Was this on Twitter? Man, Twitter, Facebook... Not the so Kaepernick. much. Not so much. Ig. Yeah, that 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 uh comparison to Cap. I was just nah, nah. I couldn't. I couldn't shut my mouth on that one. Right. It's like that's two different things. That's that shut the. But basically, it was like, well, no, they both believed in something, so you know, they're both standing up for some. They both lost their jobs for it. Actually, Cap was uh protesting violence against you know um the the. You know, black men, black women, but the black community at the hands of police brutality. Right. Right. And being murdered by the police. This motherfucker over here, you know, using the Bible to condemn uh, queer folks, to condemn every, you know, what do you say? Liars. Liars, cheaters. But what was interesting was somebody brought it, brought it up that he didn't, that's not actually his own words. He was just quoting the Bible, and they gave the verse and how it's like, it lists all these things. And I was like, well, it's the same old shit, right? It's the same old rhetoric of like wanting to condemn and um, and, and really especially oppress for, people. Especially for someone who knows that he has a platform, you know, it's like, yeah. Bruh, I mean, they're going to you know, be people mindful. Are, people are going to use their platform for what, they believe in so yeah because i've seen his page and it's like pretty much church like there's a there's a there's a bible quote almost every like three yeah. posts i was like oh my gosh it's like just just staunch <clears throat> christian no kind of open mind open heart so yeah you're not gonna get out of it that easy would you rather have a one night stand with izzy or donald Trump? izzy why just because he looks better <laughs> 
Because he got that we don't rugby care body. What he stands for. No, just kidding. <laughs> he got that rugby body. I don't know. Do you think he's cute? He, I mean, he has a really good body, but is I mean, he a, is he a butterface? He's not a head turner, but he'll do butterface. <laughs> yeah, I, that's sad. We'll choose anybody over Trump. Okay, so yeah, fuck Trump. All right, man. Welcome to For the Cultures podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bex Bumble. What it do, Kaipu? It's your host, D Boy. Welcome, welcome. So today. We are in a new location. It's right. Like, sounds if it sounds a little different, you know, it's because some things happened at the <laughs> studio, and so you know, it's under construction right now. So uh, we're kind of outside of our normal studio that we're usually in, which is our Stoneman Studio. Shout out to Tom. Um, but we're we're in a nice little. Yeah, it's a good space. It got good vibes. It's very serene, very tranquil. Yeah, it smells great. Got the coconut oil here and um, the massage table over there. And the biofreeze over there. <laughs> <laughs> it goes down in this spot. Yeah, but we're going to do something a little different today um, only because we just want to just try something new, being how we're in a new location. Why not, right, Danny Boy? Yeah. So, you feeling the vibes, though? Yeah, the vibes is good, man. Yeah. I'm feeling very relaxed, very It's going to set you present. up. It's going to... You, I mean, you don't even have to ground us. I feel like we're this whole place is kind of grounding us already. But you got to do it for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, do it for the cultures one yeah, time. This place is great. Um, so I just want to, you know, really ground us in this episode. It's going to be a short one, but nonetheless, we need to um, really be present and really be um, aware of what's happening in our bodies, in our hearts, in our mind, how that's translating throughout our body. And to pay attention to those different feelings and breathe. Take a deep breath in. Exhale that shit out. Think about all the things you want to accomplish this week um, and know that you can do it. Say la. <laughs> Thank you. That's a little Short. quick one, little quick one. Sweet. Nice. Hopefully nobody was doing that while they were driving. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes, um, I just kind of want to, let me just go into it. I want to uh, recognize someone special that I've been kind of uh, following these last few weeks ever since we've been kind of focusing on Poetry Month. Right, right. Uh, her name is Grace Tewila. Mm-hmm. Evelyn Taylor. She is uh, from New Zealand. Or they call it um, Aotearoa. 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 So she is a mother, a sister, a daughter of English, Samoan, and Japanese descent, thriving and living in a, in a, in a diaspora within the land she calls home, Aotearoa. She is also a poet, a youth worker, <clears throat> excuse me, a single mother, an activist through love, a teaching artist, and a mentor. At the core of it all, of the, at the core of all of this, she is a creature of observation and expression. Mm-hmm. So, um, Grace is also a huge advocate for dementia awareness. Mm. Um, her re- just recently in 2017, her mother was diagnosed with al- with Alzheimer's, uh, which forced her to retire and um, retire early, and she didn't qualify for the residential home subsidy, mm. which left the family in a financial strain, almost losing their family home last year. 
one of the cool things about um, Tangata Pacifica YouTube. Shout out to Tangata Pacifica. Pacifica. Tangata. Let me let me redo that. You don't even have to edit that part. Uh, Tangata Pacifica. 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 Okay, we're gonna have to re-edit that. So one cool thing about Tangata Pacifica. Uh, they're on YouTube is that they've been covering uh, Grace's story about uh, just her really being a huge advocate uh, and really just trying to push the whole home <coughs> residential um, what would you call it the the um, subsidy so um, only because of her mom you know just recently diagnosed and also you know um, it's something that they can't afford right now so you know Unfortunately, there was a story that uh, that they covered with where Grace and her family had to sell their home uh, just to take care of her mom. Mm. And it was just a really, really kind of awesome, just an awesome journey that Grace is in right now because she's really fighting for that, um, Mm. that right for them to for anybody to kind of get that type of care at home. So, um, yeah, I just really love that what she's doing right now because it seems like a lot of her focus is advocating for dementia, you know, mm. and uh, it's just a beautiful thing to see her just kind of like be passionate in so many different elements, you know, in whatever she does. So, yeah, phenomenal poet. She's a great mother. She's she's also um, teaching and mentoring and um, she's part of this poetry slam that we or the poetry collective that we spoke about last week. So Grace Tuila Taylor, we just want to recognize you and say, I see you. I am aware of the man's drunkenness to the poet in me. He wonders if I could write a poem in his mouth. After the feathered skin pulsing, We lay spread on a bed, pillow talks after the taking. He whispers, do you bleed? I say, every time I love. Opening his mouth, he drinks my poems like gin tonic and lime sex, eyes me sideways and says, your poems make my heart orgasm. I ask, But what will you do if I am silent? He went to bed with a poet and woke up with me. A single mom with a starving petrol tick, caregiver for a homebound mother with an overgrown front lawn, a body of soft edges he didn't see the night before. A universe of hope he is too afraid to hold. Full blood rush running for months. Tears soaked till I am bone dry. I return to the ocean in me. Exchanging salt for salt. My lips drenched wet enough they become dry, silencing my speech. Offering me the chance to just exist. I am held by the weight of what I cannot hold, knowing I am enough. Aches, pains, and all that is ungraceful. 
All right. Now I was just going to jump into our Chop It Up section. How was your week this week, D-Boy? Oh, man. It was a stressful week. Um, just really just really feeling overwhelmed with a lot of the work um, that goes into doing community work. Mm. Um, you know, because you have to be mindful, thoughtful, inclusive. You have to... Um, you know, and, and because there was, there was, you know, there's not really structure for things that we want to do for our community. You kind of have to right. build it and create it. And so it's a lot of the stressors that come with being a community organizer, community leaders, just developing and uh, creating and ensuring right. that everybody's a part of the process and um, also being the one that has to like sometimes carry a lot of the weight mm -hmm. you know just thinking about everything thinking about the podcast you know just thinking about life life yeah it's all a bit overwhelming um but surprisingly uh you know folks i know a lot of folks out there were anticipating this release of a uh, beyonce's um documentary on netflix mm. called homecoming which Yes, Hopefully y'all have had a chance to check out by now. Um but yeah, you know, I kind of I kind of stayed up late waiting for it mm. and it didn't oh, wow. it didn't drop at midnight so then I just knocked I out. Know. But I ended up seeing it the next day and Loki was watching it in my cubicle. <laughs> like the Dead. first the first half <laughs> watching it in my cubicle but um then I you know was able to go home and and just check out the whole thing, you know, watch right, it on yeah. the big screen and uh, really just be in tune with, number one, the performance at Coachella because... Fire! I remember, you know, just when that, when she did that shit last year and everybody was posting about it and I sharing, it's like, damn, that shit looks lit. But to see it in such, like, quality right? Um, and, you know, thinking about, like, the, gosh, there was so many, there must have been so the many details, cameras. right. Yeah, and then I know. being invited into, you know, like the whole process, the whole journey of like preparing for right. the performance. Yeah. It was just it it really put me in a different place. Mm. Yeah. Talk about that real quick. Like what do you mean? Um well before I do did you see it? Yes. You saw it, okay. Yeah. I think I there's probably like twenty minutes left. Of the oh, that you got to finish that I, got, that I have to finish, yeah. yeah. But just like yourself, I got to watch it in pieces. Mm. But like that first, um, I would say the first 30, 40 minutes, ooh, I was popping. Like, it was that shit was hella lit. <laughs> I like the story though. Like I mm -hmm. like how it's well it's well documented. Like Beyonce is just a perfectionist. She's a visionary. She's a creator, and she does everything perfect. You know, like. I even like the little quotes she kind of inserts in yeah. and it's like... Yeah, me too. This girl, man. <clears throat> yeah, but I did watch it. You know, I mean, you know, my my, my uh, major in college was uh, critical studies of film and television. Mm. So the fact that this is a documentary and it's done in a way where it's like... The the majority of the, of the film is the performance, right? Right, yeah. But those nuggets of... Um, the process, right? Right. That it, it that she put herself through, um, that it took to put on something of this magnitude, um, and just the behind the scenes footage like added such an element that like <coughs> reminded me of 
you know, just like how important the process is. Right. Um, it was really, it was really humbling to be invited into Beyonce's space because she is such a private person, right? Like you don't know. <coughs> People don't have a good, like, um, yeah, they, they they just don't know because she has everything under wraps, right? Like she has, she has her shit locked down. She's very private. Right. She wants to keep it that way. And so like for her to let us in and see the... The human side. The human side yeah. of her, you know, because she is such a great entertainer. She's such a performer. She's that a god. She's, yeah, <laughs> like there's these people who look up, who look to her yeah. in that sense, but that's because that's what she emotes, right? Because right. she puts in such um, blood, sweat, and tears. Perfection, you know? yeah. And she deals with a lot of just, you know, um, not backlash, but just that, that haterade, you know, mm. like hella people... Talking to shit about her like the Illuminati and she didn't you know oh, right, she didn't yeah. she didn't carry her first child and Donkey. Yeah, just you know, just all kind of shit. And it's like mm-hmm. even though they're saying all these things, <coughs> she has never like lost her cool or she's never entertained it. She's always just she's always just taking that shit and put it into her work and it and it translates because right. Everything it she spills ha- over. Everything she's done is, is just fucking like sickening, you know? <laughs> sickening. It, it's she does it, you know, for the gods. Right. right. <laughs> no, no, that's so true. <coughs> it's it's crazy how um how she just puts what what how she view what she, how she views things and how, you know like the, the creative creatively you know like i just i don't know that girl when she sees <clears throat> something impossible she, that's that's her that's her arena it's like what's impossible that okay we're gonna work that right there you know anything that's impossible shoot that's her challenge and she will always go to the highest heights to get the best to get to be the most authentic to be the first the, you know the most original and yeah she has a lot of rituals too, which I uh, really can uh, appreciate. <laughs> Is the like you know the whole part where she told us right after she had the twins, you know, mm. she went back into rehearsals and was trying to, you know, right. trying to uh, get the moves and everything and really plan for this performance. That you know, her mind wasn't there. Yeah. She wanted to be a mother. She wanted to be with her kids. Mm-hmm. Her body needed to heal. Right. Then she put herself on a strict ass. Um, I never. Well, whatever diet that diet. was. Yeah, she was like no, no meat, no, no fish, no, no sugar, no, no al- carbs, no carbs, no alcohol. I'm like, damn, just fruits, no and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, but not nah, just you know all, uh, all jokes aside, like really putting herself through this regimen. And she even said in the right. in the documentary, like. She really pushed herself, you know, to limits that she'll never do again. Yeah. But damn, if that shit didn't just, you know, all that sacrifice, just all of it translated into that performance because that shit was amazing. I know. Astounding. She has a strong mind, man. Whatever, whatever. What There was a quote that's like, if you can see it, if you can imagine it, you can, or you can, I, I wish I'd. I thought I screen screenshot it, but I'm looking at my phone. It was just 
Oh, one of the quotes plain, like, from yeah. that, yeah. Like, if you can see it, it's yours or something, or you mm-hmm. possess it or something. I thought that was, like, such a Beyonce thing because literally anything she visions, it can come to pass within, like, seconds. Like, mm-hmm. she will find a way to make it happen, whether it looks completely impossible or not. But and that's th- Beyonce. But but I think she <clears throat> she goes through the the process, and the process is never easy. Right, right. Like she really works hard towards uh, towards her vision. Yes, you know, and even what was special is that, like, you know, I wanted to watch it just because I really enjoy her as a performer, and I don't have the kind of money to ever go see her. I don't, and I don't consider myself like a stan of her. I just really have always respected her um through the through the years i guess she, damn when she said her 22 year career i was like damn you really have been doing it that long because i right? was a, I think i was in middle school when destiny's child came out see and just just you know elevating her game mm-hmm. every every freaking year every generation and she just keeps getting better and that's what what i really took away from the film was just her work ethic yes her her faith yeah. in herself and her vision because, you know, there were those moments in the film where she was being very uh, uh, directing. You know, she she had three sound stages. Mm. You know, first of all, I'm, I'm amazed at the access, right? Because that's the type of shit, like, if we had that kind of access, if we had that kind of funds, like, we could do, we could do some things like that. Right, right. But I also have to remember that you can also do those things without it. Mm. But nonetheless, three <laughs> stages. Three stages. One was for the dancing, one was for the music, and one was for uh, the creative team, right? Like, right. Because they were actually practicing as if they were at Coachella. The whole setup was in the thing. Right. Um, But just her being, you know, direct, like in the directing role and mm. her sort of leading all of the different heads of the different departments and teams like these are all her staff right like damn she is a boss she's a boss man what it was it blue ivy or ivy park that's her brand right ivy park is her brand and blue ivy is her daughter yeah yeah <laughs> but i i love her. i need to start supporting beyonce i mean I, I think i've been a fan of beyonce for a while but when when i saw her wearing her brand i was like ivy park i was like i totally forgot she has she has merch yeah yeah totally forgot about that but yeah one thing that i can walk away with uh from watching that show uh, other than the last 20 minutes is her work ethic Mm -hmm. she has she had a document a documentary that was released a few years ago as well that's kind of similar that shows similar work ethics it's like yeah just the same and did it have to do with the lemonade or I'm pretty remember. sure she has a bunch. But it was it was released on H- HBO. Ah, okay. But um yeah, I feel like she has um she's way more open now. Well, she's private, so she's probably open because of this documentary, but I'm starting to see her spirituality side, you know, her spiritual side because she was talking a lot about energy, let's you know, it's it's, it's all about energy. If we don't have if we're not all one, if we're not all in this, you know, uh she was just talking about just energy and being one and you know, being grounded and centered and I love how she opened up in prayer and really gathered people and it, it was just it was a different Beyonce cuz that Beyonce I didn't see in the other doc, in the 
documentary that was recorded a few years ago. She did pray with her team, but she wasn't talking like that. So she has evolved a lot as a person. And I don't know if it had to do if it has anything to do with her being a mom, a wife, or whatever. But um, she's just at a different place. Obviously, yeah. a much more mature place. But, yeah, I think a more confident place because I yeah. feel like she has been, she has, you know, expressed her faith, you know, and just like her, she's, I feel like I've seen her pray and and be very spiritual and different um, elements. Oh, okay. And I think even there was a time where like her or Michelle had a song because you know Michelle put it like a, a, a gospel, gospel album. album yeah. Out. And Beyonce and Kelly joined in with her, and she was, you know, she was there, and it, it was it was a nice element to see her in because people were saying so many things about her, you know, just being ungodly and right. her being a part of um, the Illuminati, Illuminati, and she's the Antichrist, and <laughs> man, I forgot there was like back in like the two thousand nine, ten, eleven. There was a there was a pastor who was out who was like speaking against her. Did did was this on your radar? Mm. It, and it was like this series of things, and uh, it was being passed around by like was it like a celebrity pastor. Nah, well, no, nah. Okay. I forgot. Damn, I forgot his name because I remember some of my family members had that shit, and, and they were talking about it, and they were kind of anti Beyonce. Beyonce, and I was just like, that's some bullshit, bro. Like. Get the fuck out of here. But it was the, um, damn, I thought you would have known. No. See, that's my fault. Thinking you know all this shit. <laughs> At least about, I should have known. No, 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 I didn't know about that. I feel like I'm going to remember. And when I tell you, you, <laughs> you'll be reminded. It'll ring a bell. But anyways, mm. just the whole homecoming documentary really uh, inspired me because, yeah, I was just in a place where I was like, man, fuck, fuck this work. Fuck community work. Fuck the community. You know, like, it's so difficult, right? It's so difficult to, like, tr want to uh, create and to work with people. And, you know, people are at different, are in different places. And you're really having to meet people where they're at. Right. And it's just, it's been frustrating. You know, you know, one thing I loved, um, that she mentioned, you know, during, I think it was after, like, her whole, like, time of rehearsal. Uh, she said that, you know, like, I'm so glad I, I, you know, I experienced all this. This was fun, but the, but I will never do this again. You know, like, mm -hmm. she's, like, done. Like, she, she can't do that to her body anymore. She doesn't have that type of time to give away anymore because she doesn't want to be around, away from her kids. She's just not in that place where she used to be. And I thought, like, oh my gosh, that that that's where I am, like, with my old life, where you know, with the pastoral side of Bex, you know, like, I gave my I gave it my last run, and I was happy with it, and I got to be cool with this season that I'm in now, you know, and like that was just one of the things that I've kind of struggled with, even like now that I'm finding my spirituality, mm -hmm. you know, and like. I my my I don't have to go back to that you know like I've I've already ran my last race on that you know mm. sometimes I kind of go back and forth because I kind of have this whole fight with my personal fight with God like God I think I you know like I feel like I I please Him best when I serve Him 
And then, you know, after watching or hearing her say that, it's like, damn, you're right. It's like, I, I gave it my last, I'm, you know, I poured out everything, but this time around, it's like, I'm in a different place. I can't give to that capacity anymore, but, yeah. you know, but the love that I have and, and the passion I carry will, will come out in other ways, you know, it just mm-hmm. won't come out in, exactly in, in the role it used to be. Yeah. And just, and like, I can't wait to see how Beyonce gives us that passion in because I'm sure it's going to come in a different form now. I feel like she, I feel like Beyonce is going to be like way more of an, an, an activist now she's like are, are you starting to see an activist in her because she spoke a lot about like my people want to you know bring visibility to the you know the black community because mm-hmm. they need to be all on here and like they our presence need to be known in Coachella being how that's the first time ever um anyone a, a, a black woman yeah a black woman headlined Coachella I mean I think she really made she really made her mark and brought you know um, black culture to Coachella, especially she it, brought the culture. Especially it being a homecoming theme, right? right? Of like a lot of the how the HBCUs they go out, right? They show out. Like that's another element I really appreciated about the show. Being uh, someone who grew up, you know, watching BET when BET mm. was lit and they had a lot of programming. They were on um, the HBCU campuses. There was a lot of step oh, wow. shows. You know, the, they had a lot of great programming um, focused on youth, yeah, right? Yeah. And and to see her bring it in this way was such a reminder of that. And especially when I spent time in Atlanta, you know, and just being able to have gone and seen some of the step shows and the homecoming shows mm-hmm. and, you know, just how much how much um, a part of the culture is of like being in a drum line in a in a in a step show what else just the, all those different elements man i love how she was able to work all of that into her you know her performance right and i think her activism i really started to see that um when she came out with lemonade um, because she was, you know, visually speaking up and speaking out against um, what was happening in America, right? This is like at the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. Right, yeah. And I think she never really took a stance until until those moments, right? And that mm. video was so controversial Man. when it came out. So I think it's she's been... It's been happening, and you know you, see, you hear it in other elements of her yeah. album with like the uh, that one TED talk that she includes in her uh, her song "Flawless." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just all these elements that like really highlight and uplift the black community. So I, that's that's probably the biggest thing that I took away too was like you know how I was complaining earlier about like fuck this work, fuck the community, and I was really feeling like I was backed into a corner, overwhelmed. I just wanted to give up, right? Right. And to see Beyonce, um, you know, for her to open up to us and let us in so, you know, so intimately and see that she put herself through so much that she has had her days and, you know, she just keeps going and she has drive and she has faith and to see her like, Right. To see the whole process is so important 
because they reminded me that like this is this is part of the process, right? Yeah. This is part of the training to reach that that uh, finish line and that the marathon continues, right? And I really just had this like moment because of thinking about you know with Nipsey Hussle passing away mm. or mm. being murdered, and you know just how the community has poured out and. Um, you know, everyone is saying the marathon continues, like, to have the experience of actually completing a marathon and the training that right. went into it. Because not just physical, right? It's mental. mental. It, all of this, you know, just thinking about Beyonce, thinking about Nipsey, and thinking about where I'm at. Right. It, it has given me strength and inspiration to to continue, right? To right. get up and and do the work. Yeah. And proceed forward because the marathon continues yeah and that's something that they both have in common even beyonce mentioned it in her uh documentary is that you know like our goal is to give people hope you know it's to give people like to get them inspired to get them encouraged to get them like feeling like they are here with us experiencing this exact moment with us you know like she literally met her goal because I'm sure everyone who watched that documentary felt super hopeful, felt super like every fiber of their being woke up. We got to see the reaction. Yeah. We got to see the reaction from the crowd. And it's so cool to see that because, you know, it's like, I feel it. You know, I wish I was there too. Like I would be so fucking like amazed, jaw dropped at at, like being surprised with this. And of course, you know, like just being, in awe, because of course Beyonce would give us right this. Yes, and there are so many shaw fact. I mean, shaw factors like awe factors. Like, what the hell? I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Like, she just knows. <laughs> she just comes with the. She slay. She slay, girl. All yes, day. babe. And I'm sure we could go on and on. One quick story. I know we got to get up out of here. Yeah, yeah. But one quick story is that like I had, you know, I've watched the the, the film about like three times already. And I might go watch it after we after this, just because it's so dope. And there's also the album, right? Like I was listening to the album, mm. but um, last night, you know, I was watching it again. And um, Tika, she's like, "Oh yeah, I want to watch it." And I, was, oh, I got so excited because it's like, you know, it's imp- I f- I feel like I want to surround her with these images of women mm. who are strong and who are in charge and who. You know, just are confident. Right. And so there was a there was a point in the there was a point in the documentary where Beyonce, you know, she like paused everything, and she was like, um, she, she kind of reenacted a scene from a, a Spike Lee film called School Days, which was which takes place in the HBCU. Uh-huh. I think an imaginary one, and she asks, um, "Ladies, are we smart?" And when she did that, Tika goes, yes. Oh. And then she said, well, are we strong? And then Tika goes, yes. And then she said, have we had enough of the bullshit? And the Tika goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I just wanted to share that because I, I started oh. busting up and I was like, damn. <laughs> I love it. I just, you know, it's special. Right. I just wanted to share that real quick. <laughs> Yeah, you know, for those of you who have not had time to go watch that documentary, you definitely have to go watch. It's on Netflix. It's definitely worth watching. It's, uh, you know, you'll get inspired. If 
if you're at a place where you're feeling kind of stagnant and still and complacent, go watch it. I highly encourage because uh, I think I like I can I can attest with Danny Boy like you know I was kind of feeling uninspired and kind of like my creative wheel wasn't turning just watching her just come out and turn out and just yeah that whole put in the work just put in the work there's dedication I and mean, it was mine it's all mindset man look that's a mind game that's that's what I'm saying like the marathon yeah the marathon is is probably 10% physical. You bruh. mentioned that. 10% physical and 90%, 90% mental. It's all in the head. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you guys definitely have to go watch that. It's a great, great documentary called The Homecoming. Beyonce is just killing it. Yeah, it's inspirational. It's just, it's awesome. So It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift from us to it's you It's a gift guys. to the cultures. Yeah, and we wanted to share, this is a little, you know, it's it's a short chop it up section, but we wanted to let you guys know that we are inspired and we are encouraged and we are now like just at a different place. I feel like that really even put, set me in a different place of just hope, you know, and even career-wise, life-wise, um, work-wise, it's just like it really shifted something. So I'm excited to see what happens next, you know, with mm-hmm. just... What we do now, it's it's up to us and what we do with, with the information that we receive or the things that we watch. So, yeah. <sighs> Debo, you better, I can't wait to for your creative will to let loose because I know there's a lot of things that's going to come out of this from you. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> no, we believe. <laughs> All right. So uh, how are you going to take care of yourself for the rest of the week? Well, we have the uh, healing paint session coming up right. on Friday the 26th. So if you haven't registered yet, please register at healandpaint.eventbrite.com. Um, this space that this space will is created for uh, the Tay population, mm-hmm. which is tra- transitional age youth, mm-hmm. ages 16 to 26, Pacific Islanders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a chance for us to come together to have a discussion about mental health and also engage in creative arts. That's awesome. As a means to find healing. Mm. So um, as we prepare for that, I think this week I will take care of myself by uh, being reminded of the process. Mm. I'm sure I'm going to get frustrated, especially the week of, you know, just prepping and planning and getting everything together. I'm going to. That's good. Dude. I'm going to. Um, I'm not gonna allow. I'm not gonna let the the negative take over. Right. Right. So I'll probably watch the Beyonce uh, again. Right. <laughs> I'll probably watch a documentary just for a reminder and inspiration, but also find other right. um, things because I I watched a few TED talks and it really put me in a good place too. Nice. Yeah. Just yeah. thinking about um, emotional health. Mm. So yeah, just just really uh, feed on content. Right. That exists to fill my cup. Mm. Yeah. Nice. How about you, Bex? How are you going to take care of yourself? Um, so I'm hopeful to go uh, check out a monastery in Santa Cruz this week. So mm. uh, Say been, more. Yeah, yeah I want to go check it out. I've been in this whole kind of like, you know, trying to 
meditate more and ground myself more. And it, it's been helping a lot, you know, just in the midst of a lot of things that's been happening in my family, in my life right now. I kind of need to really learn and discipline myself to to sh- silence the chaos around me. So Word. this monastery is, uh, I'm hopeful. I, I have high expectations for it. I've never been there. I just was recommend. One of my good friends had recommended it recommend that place so i want to go just check it out and unplug and see what happens you know I've, yeah so yeah i'm grateful for that so that's how i'm gonna take care of myself that's what's up yeah so all right y'all we thank you so much for uh, tuning in and uh yeah we we try to do much with little but we we did it <laughs> we will uh hopefully tap in with you guys uh next week in our own studio we're praying for that but uh until next time y'all peace love and happiness Peace.